Welcome on everyone into the podcast that is living life in the fast lane, where we will sell you the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. Today, I'm very proud to welcome Mr. Get Off My Lawn, the Shockmaster, and KB from KBWrestlingReviews.net.com. I almost said it again, <laughs> dot com. Dot com. We're going home. We're on the go home show to fast lane. Plus, we got some other, some pretty decent breaking news. Um, it's been about... 12, 13 days since our last show because, well, how many weeks in a row can we really jump on here and be like, yo, Raw fucking sucks. What are they doing? It's basically the same story. I don't want to just, you know, go on saying the same thing. But between this show and the last show, we had some news break. Fastlane is sh- shaped up. So we're coming along nicely. KB and Shocky, how are you guys? Doing all right. Uh, just peachy. Just peachy. Um, first bit of news and uh, something that, of course, lit up. The internet, because it's an internet e thing, is uh, it was announced that the long discussed and rumored um, cruiserweight show is going to happen and is going to debut um, this summer on the network. Um, from what is being spun about it, it looks like it's going to be um, basically like a cruiserweight open where people. It's going to mostly, from what I gather. It's going to be mostly comprised of people who are not on the WWE roster, full-time roster. It's going to be guys from all over the place, from Mexico, from Europe, from uh, they're trying uh, Japan's, and they said that they were open to working with companies like uh, NOAA, uh, Progress, uh, Evolve, uh, a bunch of different places. So, for one, how mind-blowing is it that they just toss out those fucking other names like that. I mean, it's almost to the point, it's pretty crazy that we're in a point um, in the development of, of, the, of the industry that, that we're almost used to hearing the WWE mention other corporations like that when it, that's, that would have been unthinkable just two years ago. And so much has changed so rapidly since uh, NXT started coming up and since Stephanie and Triple H started kind of running um, the network and, and uh, the wrestling side of the house. That's crazy, and uh, what do you guys think of uh, this is finally happening, and it's going to be a go this summer? Uh, It's a cool idea, um, but uh, it has been something they've discussed for years. I'm just worried about it turning into something like the Top Prospect Tournament in Ring of Honor, where they throw these people out there and like, here, watch these guys, and we don't really have any characters for them, any stories, anything like that. I'm I'm rarely a fan of just action for the sake of action. It can produce good stuff, but I need a reason to care about these people. Yeah, so which... hopefully hopefully they develop it and characterize people uh, properly coming in. I, yeah. I would I would expect, given that this is the WWE, and especially that it's going to be a network thing, um, that they would get together a little video package on on all the participants. Just say, hey, yeah. this is this guy. This is his name. This is where he's from. This is what he does. This is why this is going to be awesome. This is why you need to pay attention to this. I mean, if they're smart, they're going to go ahead. Chucky, what do you think of this whole thing? I think it's awesome. This is the Lucha Underground effect. Um, clearly, yeah, right? the- first, they, first they made their own NXT, or first they made their own Ring of Honor. Now they're going to make their own Lucha Underground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a what a big fuck you to Destination America with the, when they tried for the Wednesday night power uh, block with Ring of Honor and TNA, and WWE just like, you know what, fuck it. We've got NXT, and now we're going to do the Cruiserweight Open on the same night. Um, it's cool. You get 30, 30 cruiserweights. Is that what they were? 32. The number that was 32? Yeah. Yep. So it will be, eventually be like a tournament format? Yeah, I what... guess that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a tournament format yeah. starting with 32 it, and then leading to... Uh... Yeah, it shouldn't surprise us anymore. I think Vince kind of is letting Triple H do his own thing. They can throw out all those names, promotion names, like you were saying, because it's not going out on their free TV. It's true. You know, they're not giving them free advertising on USA. You are paying... And they know who is paying for the network, and we're not dumb. And so we're not dumb when it comes to where these guys are going to be coming from. Uh, I just I trust the network a hundred percent, and I am completely all in on this. I know we don't know what the format's going to be yet, but I just trust what they do on the network so much that I don't care. I, I know it's going to be good. Yeah, there really hasn't been um, a misstep, has there, with the way that they developed, like, you know, with the way, you know, a lot of the way that they've handled guys in NXT coming in from other places. Uh, 
just stuff like this, really wrestling-based stuff that's for, you know, people like us, I guess you could say, um, they haven't really mishandled anything so far. So I can't imagine this being any different. That's a good point. Yeah, the, the thing to remember is the network turns two next week. That's what that's what continues to amaze me about this. The network is only two years old, wow. and they're and they're pulling off stuff like. This. I mean, do you remember not having the network? Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it's it's it, it, it's become such this ingrained idea for us, and now it's like it's not. Well, maybe they'll put something cool on it. It's what is the next cool thing they're going to put on it? What it's are they going to? And a lot of, it parallels a lot of uh, the growth of NXT. Remember, KB? Yeah. I know me and you. We used to watch it. You know, yeah, when it was for when it wasn't on, right? When there was no network and you had to go find it. From going for that to to now they're touring monthly and you know yeah. uh, the show, the takeover yeah. show in Dallas that weekend is yeah. arguably going to be going to be you know one of the most hyped shows of the year. It's yeah, insane it, how fast things have happened. And yeah. they're doing they're doing it at full sale too, right? The cru- the cruiserweight open is what yeah, I yeah yeah the cruiserweight open is going to be a full sale yes. so it's like NXT has kind of grown and now they're letting it fly out a nest and now they've laid another egg down in, there yeah <laughs> in the same place yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. that is helps, a, that's it, a really it, good point it helps to have those partnerships together because like with WWE in full sale where they can just they have that place they don't have to go and rent out another place or find somewhere else to do it well that and it's cox effective because I'm pretty sure the majority of the production team down there is our students. Yeah, and yeah. they they do a, a perfectly... Oh, yeah, job. perfectly, yeah. I, I can't really tell the difference between an, an NXT production and a WWE production. Well, I, I, can't, I, I can. You don't have to look at the crowd while you're watching a promo. That's true. <laughs> and um, it just shows you that a out-of-touch... I'm going to do my Kevin Dunn shot of the week. This old bastard, you know, is you've got all these young, bright minds working on the shows down there. Let let some crazy student with a crazy idea throw get a you know direct a segment for this cruiserweight open. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you get you get all these chances of all these this different vision, these different visions from these young bright minds that have a mind for the business. You know that's what will make it exciting. Yeah, and then Dunn will have to teach them how to work once they get to the if they ever get a job <laughs> on the main roster. Yeah, right. One guy Dunn does not need to teach how to work is the Undertaker. And some very interesting news dropped, I think, just last night, last evening, yep. um, about the Undertaker's WrestleMania match. It Well, first of all, let's get the good news out of the way. It will not be Braun Strowman. Yeah. Which, which is something that me, KB, I mean, we could go over. I, I know me and you could, could probably do a, a dissertation on why that wouldn't have been the ultimate worst thing in the world. But that's for another time. Um, I think the point was proven the other night when he and Big Show had a perfectly good match. Yeah. Well, for the five minutes that they had it, but you know, two and a, I, two, and a two and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, I, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be Braun Strowman. It's not going to be Kevin Owens, unfortunately. Um, it's going to be someone who is not on the roster right now, and that was the end of the information. Didn't say who, it just said it's someone who isn't on the main roster right now. That leaves a lot of interesting guesswork to happen. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, the uh, first person that popped into mind in Shockey's minds was Sting, obviously. Um, I'm still... The sources that I read said that, okay, yeah, Sting has a neck injury... But at the same time, they could they could do this as a retirement match for either guy. So I think basically what the overall message of that was, well, so what if Sting breaks his neck? He'll never have to wrestle again. <laughs> I mean, you don't mean it, you don't you don't mean it that um you know that coldly. But I think that was the overall message and the overall feeling is that um yeah Sting they gotta take it easy on him with the neck injury, but he you know it should be fine because he might he'll never have to wrestle again. So. He doesn't have to worry about you know the future as far as his wrestling career goes. Um, a lot of stuff to think about. What do what do you think, KB? Um, I'm still not wild on seeing Sting against Undertaker. I I don't. I certainly don't hate the idea. Uh, it'd be one where I just don't. I know I get the basic idea of it, but I just don't really need to see it. 
Well, uh, you're... I know I'm in the minority on that. You're one of very few, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that and the way Sting is, and the way Sting has been for years, partially because he'll be, I think, 57 by the time Mania rolls around, um, you kind of have to hide his in-ring limitations at this point. Yeah, that's a that's a concern of mine, too, and it's that way for both guys. Really. Yeah, and Undertaker has gotten to the point, though, where he can... I trust Undertaker to be able to pull off something really good if he's given the chance. Well, and given the right person to do it with. Yeah, I don't think Sting is that person anymore. Uh, I don't think he has been for a long time. And again, he's 57 years old. That has a lot to do with it. See, there's the point to be made that, yeah, both guys are at a point in their careers where um, they would kind of need to be carried by somebody. Yeah. Not so much carried by somebody, but somebody would have to do most of the... Walk them through it. Yeah, of the... Uh, if they're two-stepping on through Texas and slipping on a banana peel, the other guy is going to be the one who needs to be doing the two-stepping. But um, at the same time, this is Sting against the Undertaker in yeah. front of in front of a hundred thousand people. Yeah, how, how much are they really going to need to do? Five, True. six, seven, eight moves with staring at each other put in between. I mean, it's not. Chucky, I think you would agree. It's not, uh, you know, we're not going to need a uh, uh, a Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville classic here. We're, it's just going to be, it's it's going to be a whole. It can, it doesn't need to be. It, it can be a whole lot of uh, showmanship, shall we yeah. say? Sting and Undertaker are just going to tell a story by looking at each other. Yeah, that's true. And, and I mean, and shit, I I for one really enjoyed Sting with Seth Rollins at Night of Champions. Hell yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. I mean. That guy, I think if he knows it's his last rodeo, he's not phoning it in. He's going to give everything that he can. And Undertaker, he proved with that his uh, Lesnar feud back in the fall, he's still got stuff in the tank. Yep, yep. Uh, and I think Taker will be the one that has to walk Sting through the match. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm hoping for... Uh, it's just, it makes too much sense. I You cannot not have Sting versus Undertaker at some point. And I know... Just because, I mean, how long have we been going on? This is a... 12 15, years? Yeah, 15 years? People yeah. Waiting for this? Especially it hit a fever pitch five years ago when Mania was in Atlanta with the whole Undertaker vignettes with him and the, uh, yeah, the cowboy yeah. hat and the, the rain. Everybody thought it was Sting. Yeah. And, you know, and you... It, it, it would be a Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair level of missed opportunity at WrestleMania eight, if they miss sting and undertaker, I really feel that it, it, it will be something that I, I would be very disappointed with if they don't pull the trigger on it. Because is it going to be, is it going to be what it could have been at one time? No, it's not, no. but still just seeing those two in the ring together, staring across the ring. Like that's, it's, if you, you don't got- really have anything out there with the remaining legends who are alive and the situations that we could put together, there's really nothing out there that's yeah. left that's like that. And you know I, I mean? this it, is it, the last one. And you know that I d- really dislike the shit show that Triple H versus Sting turned into last year. I get it. DX versus the NWO. Logically, it made no fucking sense for Sting to team up with the NWO. No, but not at all. I, I think Sting deserves a straight one-on-one WrestleMania match. Undertaker, Sting, it's an event. You've got, in theory, eight or nine other matches on the card that can provide you your wrestling if you need it. This is my event. This is my spectacle. Well, especially, too, if if Sting's done and the Undertaker's going to go forward, there's no reason to not have that his last match and have him go out on his shield, you know? And Sting's not going to give you a worse match than what Ric Flair gave you at WrestleMania 24. No. Well, no, he won't. Sting's not going to give you. Sting's performance will not be below what Ric Flair's performance yes, was. Yes, exactly. It will be not. It won't be as good of a match. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I'd be. I'd get excited for it if they actually announced it. But I have. It's not something I'm going to be sitting here begging them to put on. Okay, so with that, who else then? Well, I mean, there's really only two other people. Yeah, it depends on what you define as not on the roster. Um, I mean, technically Sting would still be on the roster, I guess. I mean, but again, what I'm getting at here is... Yeah, I get what you mean. But um, you have NXT. Batista? 
or The Rock? Yeah. Does anybody else really make any sense? Okada? Really make any sense? Okada? No, not Okada. Um, Nakamura. I mean, that would be awesome, but I don't, yeah. think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's... Uh, Nakamura? Yeah, I considered that. I just don't think... No, I don't know if that would work. There's out. not going to be enough of the machine behind him in time for an Undertaker versus the Undertaker in front of 100,000 people. You know what I'm saying? The other problem with that is you, you're asking... Okada, or, I keep saying Okada. Nakamura is still a very niche character. We don't know... I mean, you and I know who he is, but WrestleMania, with 100,000 people there... That's running a risk of... WrestleMania crowd. The WrestleMania crowd's going to know who he is, too. Most of them will, but... but uh, it's I, just... It's if nothing else, I'd love, to, I'd love to see the promos for that, if nothing else. Um, as I, I would know, like to see a Paul Heyman-managed Nakamura against The Undertaker in front of 100,000 people so that Paul Heyman can... Because I don't trust anybody else to properly get across to us, the, the larger viewing audience who Nakamura is and what Nakamura is. You know what I mean? He can cut promos and Michael Cole can sit there and say a bunch of stupid shit, but nobody cares about what Michael Cole says. No. Uh, you get Paul Heyman out there cutting his promos with the passion that he brings him with about this man, Nakamura, uh, you know, is going to be the guy. Well, the other thing too there is, um, if it's Nakamura, you back yourself into a corner. How do you have Nakamura come out his first weekend at WrestleMania, his first weekend in the company and lose? Yeah, that's and I mean he'll probably beat uh, he'll probably beat Sammy at Takeover, but oh yeah, definitely. I mean, do you also Sammy do you also? Huh? He's gonna beat Sammy at Takeover, absolutely. Yeah. but okay, but, but also, do you really want to try to have him promote two major matches with one of them being his debut, and then two days later, oh yeah, you've got Undertaker at WrestleMania? Yeah, it's just it's just not gonna work out. I don't right. think. Um, I mean, there's really no one in NXT that would fit. Um, I mean, because the same problem would happen with. If you try to do Balor or somebody, because he has Joe to deal with on... Yeah, you couldn't do Balor. You couldn't do Joe. Right. I mean, you uh, could, but not with the way things are structured right now. Right. Uh, you, you're very... Th- this non-roster thing is screwing up a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the problem with Rock... I know he's a different worker now, and so is Undertaker. I don't know if you remember their matches. They had uh, some of the worst they matches. Some, yeah, they had weird chemistry, yeah. I don't even know if you can call it chemistry. It was just awful. Um, that's the that's one of the few pairings where Rock just could not get it together. And Undertaker, I mean, to be fair, that was the late 90s Undertaker, which was, after he finishes the Foley feud, he goes downhill quick. Batista would be fun. It would be entertaining, but I just, yeah. once again, I just don't, I don't know how exactly you position that. Yeah, and the problem is, this is, again, one of the problems with Fastlane, we're running out of time to set something up. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause, I mean, we've, we've got, I think, what is there, five or five or six Raws to go? One, two... It's, it's really not that many, because it's... A, six it's to a, go, six yeah. to go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would think that you'd have to have a big name mm-hmm. that yeah. that comes into this, and I, I, I feel that Batista is under the same umbrella as the rock rock getting injured at WrestleMania 29 has hurt the chance of any of these actors coming back. Batista's filming guardians too right now. There's no way Disney is risking Batista getting hurt. That's a $700 million movie. You know that they're not letting Batista. I know, I know they can probably convince undertaker is a safe worker. I was about to say, Batista's not going to get hurt working with the undertaker. No. However, uh, you have to protect the billion-dollar yeah, investment. It's the risk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, problem, uh, go ahead, Chuck. Uh, the only thing that, and this is two names that you and I kind of tossed around texting last night, Goldberg has been thrown around. There's a lot of smoke with Goldberg. I don't like it. Uh, I, I get the appeal of the name attraction to it, but as you mentioned in the text, Goldberg's way too fucking stiff. We haven't seen him in 12 years in, on a main. That would have been shit about six, seven years ago, that would have been the fucking match. Oh, yeah. Yes. That would have been... (laughs) And then the only other free agent that's a big name that's not... I mean, well, this guy's injury-riddled, but, you know, you can't... You you can throw Austin and Foley out. That's not happening. No. Kurt Kurt Angle, I guess, is the only one left. You know, uh, but uh, other than that, 
and if you're talking about big name, you're really limited to those five guys. I mean, honestly, and I know the what you said about the physical Shockey, um, but honestly, to me, out of all those names, Angle seems the one that's the most realistic. realistic. Like he yeah. was just on Impact Wrestling a couple weeks ago, and, yeah. and, he, and he's certainly. He's able to go in the ring. It's, yeah, that's what I mean. He's, can he pass a WWE physical? Well, wasn't that's there the, some sort of situation, uh, I don't know if it was last year or recently, where they they loosened up their their requirements if it was just going to be like a one-off? Yeah. They loosened up their requirements for the medical stuff. I feel like I hear remember hearing something about that. I think basically, I think if they bring Kurt Angle in for a one-off against the Undertaker at WrestleMania, it's gonna just be basically, you know, don't have a fucking heart attack out there, and and <laughs> we're good. I, yeah, I think out of all of those names, um, you know, he's been in contact with them recently, um, especially if it's just for a a one-time big match. I don't, I don't, I think Kurt Angle might be the most realistic person. Maybe. Uh, I mean, this non-roster thing has just screwed the whole thing up because there's, like you said, there's just not a lot of realistic options. Uh, I mean, okay, so we've got the the realistic possibilities are maybe Nakamura just to add another name to the mix. Angle, Batista, Goldberg. See, the thing is, Batista and The Rock, I just, I I agree with Shockey. I don't, I don't think they're, they're going to be able to. I mean, unless they bring... And I say this because of who's sitting next to me. Unless they bring Sean back for one more miracle run, which that's not going to happen either. <laughs> that's well, that's not. I mean, that's not even a, a thing of of them bringing no. it back. Sean, Sean's right. done. He doesn't want to come back, and that's good because I um, I don't want to risk him trying to make one more comeback. And and I mean, it couldn't be have been more perfect the way that. No, ended. no. I mean, the video no. packages, the way it was all built, the match was fantastic. I mean, don't don't mess with that. No. Um, Rocket Batista, I don't think so. Austin and Foley are wrecked yeah. physically. Yeah. Um, you CM realize? Punk? No. <laughs> well, he's not. But he's not exactly a fighter. So why he's not? not? I mean, hey. <laughs> I. I mean, Angle. Uh, you, you brought up Goldberg, and what I brought up was there's there's no way they're putting up. Like, how old is up Taker now? Fifty five. He's, he's up fifty. There. He's in his fifties, yeah, so old. they're not going to put a fifty year old Taker in the ring with fucking Goldberg, who. Right. Is way too stiff of a worker. He um, hasn't been around in twelve years. I mean, I think it'd still be balls out if if they announced Goldberg versus Taker. I mean, it'd yeah. be big enough, but well, well, I, I don't take. It. But I take the other part of it into account to where it's just not a good style matchup. Right. So really, Sting and you're Angle. down to Sting to Ang- Sting and Angle yeah, are the only much. two I can really think of that I can that I can comprehend really. Unless they pull off some kind of a big surprise, and I don't know who that could be, you pretty much are down to those two. Um, and I, with that, I think the best option would be Sting, assuming he can go. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't even know if he can... Right. Really, like I said, the most realistic option is fucking Kurt Angle, which is yeah, and we're all <laughs> And we're all assuming that the John Cena thing is in the giant smokescreen, too. That's true, you know? too. That, that, yeah, that's... yeah, I mean, that could be. That could be. They could Cause... be fooling us, and Cena could be... Robo-Cena could be ready to go, and... Because technically, Cena isn't on the active roster, either. Wouldn't that be kind of cool if, um... Like, he came back, and his, it was, his shoulder was still visibly fucked, like... He was all super taped up, but he said, hey... You know, I don't know how much longer you got, and I want my shot at bringing down The Undertaker. You know, that's... Yeah. Kind of a cool way to build it. Well, did you see uh, Cena's, um, what he said, I think it was earlier this week? Yeah, he, said, he was trying something risky. and Yeah, and the thing, fun. and I would that, point... That report I, came out before this report did, that the, yeah. that the Undertaker's already, his match is already penciled in, they've already made their decision, and it's somebody who's not on the roster. They kind of need to switch it to ink at this point, they're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, what sucks is, this was my booking idea I had earlier this week, before... And this is just talking crazy talk. How fucking awesome would... Because you know how we've been talking about turning a certain someone heel. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns against The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. And dominating him. Like, smoking him at WrestleMania. Like, a, uh, are you talking like a Brock Cena SummerSlam kind of... Uh, not smoke? quite to that degree, but definitively beating him. Yeah, a nice like, convincing that would be win. Sick. 
That would have been awesome. But that's I'd watch. obviously not happening now. Um, and just to give somebody else that mystique, you know. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem is, though, you run the risk, and they're running the risk with what they're probably going with, of 100,000 people booing Rain so loudly that he flies <laughs> through the air all the way back to Samoa. Well, I guess what? Pretty much going to happen anyways. Yeah, that's true. I think, but hey, whatever. The tickets will have already been bought by that point. Yep. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, there is one other person, but it's not, this isn't, wouldn't make any sense at all. But just for the point of full disclosure... In case somebody brings us up that we forgot this, I mean, Rey Mysterio was out there. Mm. I well, thought he uh, settled with AAA. Is what I read he, last. Yeah, that, that came was out it? last night. Okay, and they they said the they said the deal with his contract is because he's contracted for season three of Lucha. Yeah, um, he can't. Uh, the way their contracts work, you can't appear elsewhere on a national promotion until the until the entire season has aired. That's what you should say. You should be like, well, it's not a national promotion. It's a worldwide promotion today. <laughs> so, yeah, he, so officially he can't come back until summer of next year. I mean, it would have been – that's not really a feasible no. uh, thing to build anyway. I mean, how the fuck do you build a WrestleMania feud between Rey Mysterio and The Undertaker? Yeah, they tried yeah. it at the Rumble a couple of years ago and it didn't. Uh, I mean, that was decent enough, at the, but yeah. that was a totally different scenario. It oh, was, yeah. It was – For one thing, there was a title, which helped a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, before we go on, one more, one quick side note: with Goldberg, it amazed he was he debuted in September of '98. He was gone by like early 2001, so say three and a half years there. One year in WWE. Has there ever been anyone who is still talked about 12 years later, and they didn't even have five years in the business? I try to I try to tell people, man. I try to tell them. Goldberg was. As hot as anything yeah. that has ever fucking been. And yep. was as big of a deal as it's anything that there ever has been. Yep. Uh, people don't... He doesn't get nearly enough credit. No. And I'm not saying that he is fucking Brett the Hitman Hart, Ricky Steamboat in the fucking ring. I'm just talking about people don't understand how big of a deal Goldberg was. Yeah. And like yep. how huge of a star he was. Yeah, he was the yeah. only person... Who was even close to what Austin was at that point? I mean, comparing anyone to Austin at that point isn't fair. But if you, if you, I mean, think about this. Okay, we all we look at the Ultimate Warrior as a comparison, right? Mm-hmm. This guy who was who people talk about wasn't that great in the ring, but he was this huge, huge star, right? Mm-hmm. And Hogan put him over clean, right in the middle. Yep. That was when Hogan had to do what other people said. He had a boss then. Vince mm-hmm. McMahon made that decision. Yep. In WCW. Hogan was the boss. Mm-hmm. Hogan had creative control, and he made the decision. Hey, this is going to be fucking dollar signs. I want to put Goldberg over in the middle. Not only did he put him over in the middle, but Goldberg kicked out of the leg drop too. Yep. Yeah, but wasn't the rumor that Hogan did that so he can beat him later on? Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, those are you know. All <laughs> yeah, that stuff. And, and ignore how badly Goldberg was treated after that. After was ruined after that. Yeah, yes. but I mean, just, just think about it that way. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, and just but I mean I met. That's why I said, had this happened in you know oh eight two thousand seven, yeah, Jesus, it would have been fucking bananas. But the thing thing was, I met Goldberg last year at a comic con. Oh dear, he has not aged a bit. Yeah, no, I've seen him in the um on the just his beard's a little more gray, but that's it. He looks he is every bit as terrifying. Like he uh he took a fan and gorilla pressed him. Just I bet. He, I mean, he's he a freak, freak athlete, man. Oh, yeah. You want to know how he developed? This is too funny. This is turning into a Gold, Memories of Goldberg fucking uh, podcast. But yeah. you know what I know how he, like, trained and practiced to learn how to do the jackhammer? When he was down in the power plant, the WCW's uh, version of the performance center, um, he took uh, a wrestler by the name of Reese. Oh, boy. Yes. Reese was about... Seven foot seven, something like that. Seven two at least. Yeah, at least. Um, he was taller than Big Show. He's bigger than Big Show, basically, is what I'm getting at. Taller and about 500 pounds. And that is the person who Goldberg used to practice with <laughs> to do the jackhammer. Because he figured, if I can fucking do this to Reese with my eyes closed, then I can do it to anybody in any situation. Yep. 
that's how freakishly strong that guy is. Like, yeah. Ugh. There's it would have been huge. Yeah. Some he guys doesn't just have, have that. Oh, oh, go ahead. Some guys just have that natural ability that they can just do that. Yeah. And you once can't train once that. In a, once in a generation. Yep. Once in a decade to level and, and his body isn't wrecked. You know. They, yeah. No, it's not. He was only in the business for what? Just like he five, said, five, 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 six years. years. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, that's not counting about six months off for an arm injury. Yep. <laughs> so uh. it's really close to like five. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> Idiot. Um. Yeah. So I think we come to a consensus. The the the. The, the one that makes most sense is Kurt Angle. Yeah, I think it's going to be Sting. And, well, yeah, it might be Sting. <sighs> okay, now to much less um, intriguing things. Fast Lane. Fast Lane yeah. is Sunday. Um, KB, you were you were talking about how you're 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 done with with February pay per views. Personally, kind of. I used to like it when they used to do the Elimination Chamber. Shahi agreed with me. I liked it because it was one last you know nasty hurdle to get through before you made it to WrestleMania. Plus, it gave it a bigger event feel. It was something to look forward to because that was back when Elimination Chamber matches were awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. But as with many things in the new era, with new, uh, you know, hard PG, with uh, uh, just the way that they do things now, um, the February pay-per-view has kind of uh, gotten past its usefulness, especially yeah. since the fact that they don't even try to hide it now. It's fast lane, like as in fast lane on the road to WrestleMania. Like in the name of the show, they are blatantly saying, hey, this is really doesn't matter that much this is just something yeah. the last stop on the way to wrestlemania mm-hmm. yeah um i mean and, unless i'm missing something we have a six match card for sunday unless they add a bonus match um we're looking at six matches two of the which are divas matches yeah why not only that six match card but like Two out of three falls, Kalisto, Alberto Del yeah. going to be fucking probably pretty balls out, pretty good, unless somebody fucking cripples themselves from the botches. And um, ignore and ignore the fact that that should have been AJ and Jericho getting that gimmick. Probably going to be a pretty badass. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, I mean, <laughs> kind of perfect I, for him. Well, I mean, in the other hand, they basically had the same two feuds. It just done ten yeah. times better with Jericho and and yeah. uh, Styles, but yeah. So we have six, but that match is on the fucking pre pre show. Is the pre show even really a pre show now? Like I don't understand. Like, no, all on the same it's channel. A, it, it's an extra half hour for. I mean, of the show. like legitimate matches are on there, and the crowd's fully filled in. So I don't really get. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the point of that is anymore. Well, there's still a pay per view market. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's not on the actual pay per view show, and there yeah. is still people in yeah. places that purchase the pay per views. It does happen. Yeah, but you're giving them a two out of three falls title match now for a pre. It's not like. The, it's not like um, Cobro against the Rhodes Scholars anymore. <laughs> Good old Cobro. Um, what do you think, Shocky? The, Feb- the February pay per view. Uh, if the rumors are true, and next year they're talking about cutting monthly pay per views back, uh, yeah, they've long surpassed their purpose in, uh, in life. Uh, you, there's really nothing that you need between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I mean, what did I say? I said to you last year, didn't I? Where they have a property called Saturday Night's Main Event. Yes. Why not just have a Saturday Night's Main Event? Um, uh, you know, have a pay-per-view, say, every other month. Yeah, and well, then on the months, on the off months, you have Saturday Night's yeah. Main Event. You get Clash, Clash of Champions, Saturday Night's Main Event. You own all of these names. Use them. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and or I just like doing what they did with um with what they do with NXT. We have it was Takeover London was in d- the middle of December. The next Takeover isn't for four and a half months, but we're getting this long stretch of really big TV matches once a week. Yeah, do that on Raw or I don't know, do that on SmackDown. Do it on something like that and have that instead of the. I mean. You have the triple threat match as a huge thing on Raw, which you don't really need Lesnar for it because I don't think he's going to win. There's so much you can do where you can just build up these big Raw matches instead of, oh, we have a tag match for you tonight. Yeah, but you do have to do something to draw people to the network. And, and yeah, you have do. to provide original content in the form, you know, you have to make it a destination of some kind. They already halfway have the ideas with things like Beast in the Beast East in the, and... Yeah. um. 
whatever the fuck that thing in Toronto is going to be called. March to WrestleMania. Just March to Mania. March, yeah. March, March to Mania. And then um, the, the Madison Square Garden show they had in... Elimination Chamber and King of yeah. the Ring last year. Which was So funny. they already kind of have the idea going. They should just, you know, optimize it a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Um, so on to this show. We recovered, I think, Kalisto and, and Alberto Rio is going to be an awesome match. Mm-hmm. Um. AJ Styles and Chris Jericho. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, I was pretty yeah. pissed since AJ Styles was protected for all of uh, about eight fucking days before he took a clean loss. Because, yeah. <laughs> but at, at yeah. least it was at least it was in a. I think we've covered was... this, but uh, you know, 50-50 booking is great, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm expecting good things from that match, though. It looks like yeah. they've gotten their chemistry on. That the match on SmackDown was a lot better than the match on Raw. It really was. It looks like they're really coming around. This should probably be should probably be some good stuff. Yeah. Now, um, in a mild spoiler for SmackDown, I don't think it's really a that telling to say that AJ or that uh, Jericho accepts the challenge. By um, the way, uh, full disclosure, beginning of the segment, spoilers for SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, the interesting thing is the way in which Jericho accepted it. Um, he uh, AJ comes out and uh, to. Uh, to hear Jericho's answer, and Jericho says no, so AJ beats him up, and then Jericho accepts it. Hmm. Which was very... It came off as very, very heelish by AJ. Yeah, okay. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's going to go anywhere, but it was... I mean, there's no reason for Jericho to accept this second ma- this third match, so AJ just beats on him until he does? I mean, I think they're trying to establish, um, because I heard a, an interview with AJ Styles where he said that Vince McMahon told him, you know, you're that you're the this aggressive pit bull. You're this yeah. this uh, you know smaller fucking southern, um, you know belligerent guy who who doesn't take no for an answer. Who you know so they might be trying to give him a little bit of an edge and a little bit of aggression, which is which that, is that a would good make thing. sense. I like that. Yeah, I did. I did too. It it kind of fit. Um, if nothing else, he's he's hit his stride really quickly. He's got that forearmed into a, a flat out signature move already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chucky, what do you, what do you think of this match? I, it's probably going to be my personal match of the night. You know, it's just, that's the, the, the chemistry, like you guys said, much better, uh, the second go around AJ's really starting to hit, hit his, uh, stride. I, I, I'm guessing, you know, Jericho is going to be laying down. I mean, that's what Jericho does. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just hope, and we'll get to it later. That AJ Styles has something to do at Mania besides. Oh, I got have. a great idea for what he could do at Mania. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I have a very unfortunate feeling we're going to get something at Mania, and we'll touch on it later. Yeah. So I think we're all agreed. Probably Jericho. Yeah, that'll be Jericho. Loses. Jericho, look at the lights. Yeah. Good for him. Um, there is not one, but two Divas matches on this show. Um. The tag match is a little odd. I get what they're where they're going with it, and thank God they finally broke Sasha Banks away from uh, those two. Mm-hmm. It's been a bit of an awkward build, but should be a pretty decently all three, all four girls involved. To me, a little less, but all four girls are pretty, pretty decent workers, really. So I, I don't, I don't think this will be particularly offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it should be fine. It's a match. Um... I never need to see Naomi and Tamina again, um, but... Eh, Naomi's all right. She does some pretty good athletic stuff. Uh, well, except for those dancing kicks, which, uh... So bad. So, so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's even worse about it is it happened more than one time. So that yeah. tells me that someone in the back was like, yeah, that was cool. Fucking keep doing <laughs> that. Uh, it's, a cool, it's a cool concept, except for the fact that it doesn't work in the slightest. At all. Uh, um, yeah, keep going. Uh, the, the match should be fine. Uh, there's no reason whatsoever to expect anything but uh, but the NXT women to win. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else there is to say here. This is clearly designed for Becky and uh, and Sasha to win and probably set up something with Charlotte at Mania. Threat, yeah, Mania. yeah, yeah, that'd be a. There's no reason to suggest deal. anything else is going to happen, really. Chucky. Yeah, do we uh, uh off topic? Did they ever figure out if Becky Lynch dyed her hair blonde or <laughs> if it is a wig that she was wearing in some of these pictures? Oh, I saw, please. I saw yeah, the. I was 
I saw the <laughs> in my grave seeing that. Oh, one. man, nobody's throwing her out of the bed. Come no, on. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. But that was just her as Bleach Blonde would be the opposite of everything that the character is supposed to be. Yeah. Bleach Blonde is not steampunk. What am I missing here? A picture from Instagram uh, leaked was was going around the interwebs with Becky Lynch with, like, white bleach blonde hair. Uh, I'm going to pass. And I jumped out a window. It was it was so bad. My heart was so broken. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that fire red hair works really well for her. Yeah. So. yeah it, it, if we're getting back, um, it's got... Got to be a triple threat at Mania if you've got Lynch and Banks. I would assume yeah. at this point, you know, it's it's just how do we get there? You you would think that we would have gotten Banks and Charlotte one on one, but maybe they're they're gonna it, we'll get you know getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe that's the rematch at Extreme Rules. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, other anything other than Lynch and Banks going over is dumb. Speaking of, <laughs> there's only one possible scenario that would not be dumb. Oh God, women's title match. I think this is this has become the sum of all of our fears. Yep. Like that, that movie, the sum of all your fears. This is it for us. Brie Bella cannot simply cannot cannot fucking win <laughs> no. this match on Sunday. No, she can't. She can't. Can't even think of it. Can't even consider it as a possible fucking scenario. Uh, Just oh my god, Shocky, stop saying that. Uh, <laughs> you sound like you're considering something. I am considering something simply for the fact they're going to try to get Daniel Bryan on at Mania. And you get Ric Flair in Charlotte's corner and Dan O'Brien and Brie Bella. Maybe Brie doesn't win at Fastlane, but God forbid, all of a sudden, that's your WrestleMania oh, Divas Championship match. Oh, God. Brie with Daniel Bryan versus Charlotte with uh, Ric Flair. Brie gets her no. hero's send-off from no. the WWE. Oh, dude. <laughs> Most her- heroic thing Brie Bella's ever done is when she went on fucking... Good Morning America announced that she wasn't going to be in wrestling no more. <laughs> Shit. That, yeah, that's just the nightmare scenario. And uh, until the Bellas are gone and forgotten, <laughs> you know, that. It's, 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 it's like the fucking Cold War. It's like Russia. Oh, they're it, always a looming threat until they're yeah. gone completely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yes, I am shitting on the Bellas. I don't care what people say that they got better. You can't shine a turd, they suck. And until they're both gone, I will have doubts with WWE creative about putting the belt on a Bella. The belt has. That's what I should be talking We'll go from the worst to the best. Well, first of all, I must bring up that, I mean, I guess it happened because of the injuries, probably. There was probably other plans it's kind of like when you look back at, you know, Finger Poke of Doom and then Goldberg got hurt and blah, 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 blah. There was other plans and then everything went to shit. The way it looks right now, Kevin Owens ever dropping the Intercontinental title in the first place was... Yeah, that was dumb. Ridiculous, senselessly fucking stupid. Now, there probably was some sort of plans for, you know, things to go differently and for Dean Ambrose to be enrolled in some sort of intercontinental feud going into, but then all the injuries happened because if you recall, um, and I had to think about this for a second, but Ambrose was the intercontinental champion at Survivor Series. So, um, so it happened before all the big injuries happened. He won the title belt. So chances are it would have gone a different way. Had Rollins, Cena, Cesaro, et cetera, at all had not gotten hurt. Half the roster at this point. So there's that, but, Owens winning the belt back while was being awesome, while had me very excited uh, on Monday night, certainly doesn't seem to have been very fucking useful over these last few months. Please, for the love of God, please, please, just please. He he has to beat Ziggler. Please. Yeah. Please just beat him and, and move on. Yeah. Um, there's Five match all... losing streak. Pointless multi-intercontinental championship reigns. Feuding with Ziggler. He is quickly sliding into places that he does not need to be going. No, and uh, my response to my pick for this, it's Dolph Ziggler. Just, that's your answer for why Owens wins. It's Dolph Ziggler. This is what Dolph Ziggler has been doing for like six years now. And pushing he needs something to like fucking that. remain doing. 
Yeah. At least for this, for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There is, Owens should be, I emphasize should be, being getting being made ready for a big time intercontinental title match at Mania, and that does not involve Dolph Ziggler. Period. Ziggler. No, I'll tell you who it should fucking involve here in a second. Shocky, I'm sure you'll be, you'll be right on board. I think we all can probably guess who <laughs> should be feuding with it with with Owens come WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I'm really, and this means maybe something has changed. I'm really shocked that they did take the belt off Ambrose because I would have swore. That the that the story was laid out with Jericho back in the fall, and that we were going to get Jericho trying to go f- break his own record against Ambrose for the IC title at Mania. I would I optimistically I'm thinking Ambrose kind of put himself into a bigger match. Yeah, exactly. That, you that's, know, that's what yeah. Um, but I, you know, I got to keep my fingers crossed on that one. But um, yeah, I think you and I are in the same wavelength of what we want to see Owens do. But this is where I get into the scary th- situation that we're going to get a six-man clusterfuck ladder match mm-hmm. for the IC title, and that pisses me off thinking about it. What happened <laughs> to the good old classic ten-man tags? And that's how they used to get everybody and their mother on the card. Just have yeah. a ten-man tag. Or if you want to do a ladder match for the Intercontinental title, how about we have Kevin Owens versus someone that he would be great in a ladder match with? <laughs> so I think we're all agreed, and pretty much everybody out there is, is on the edge of their seat. AJ Styles needs to win his feud. Yeah. Kevin Owens needs to defend this title properly. Yes. And then we need to go Kevin Owens, AJ Styles for the Intercontinental uh, title I'm, at WrestleMania. I'm down with that. Jesus. I'm down with that. There's just so many ways that that fits. Both guys finally get into the big show. Uh, it's the worker title. It'll be a hell of a fucking match. Um, big spotlight for both guys. Yeah, that that that's about as that should be as big of a layup as you can get. Which and means it, it's which like, means there's like, it's very much in danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. they'll, they'll be in the match, but there'll be four other guys with them. Yeah, and twelve other ladders. <sighs> One of which will probably be a themed ladder. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, one quick uh, side note to something you said, because I would be remiss if I didn't correct you on this. The finger poke of doom and then Goldberg getting injured. That's uh, Nash's version of what happened. Nash tends to forget there were 10 months between the finger poke and Goldberg's injury. Well, that was the way it was supposed to end. That was oh, I know. Supposed to be. But yeah, Nash was supposed to do. They were supposed to do the finger poke. Oh, I know. Reunite the, the NWO and then Goldberg was going to tear through all of them. And then, he, yeah, I know. Then but, somebody thought it'd be a great idea for him to fucking punch the window of a car and sever arteries in his arm. And Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, though, that's not what they did anyway, even if that's what... Nash said that on, a, I think it was Legends of Wrestling Roundtable, but it doesn't hold up as Goldberg did, like, five months of mid-card feuds and then, at the end of the year, punched the window. The window punch was in December of 99. Yeah. But anyway, Our that's completely... Anyways, Com- completely beside the point. I just am stupid about stuff like that. <laughs> hey, before we get to the next match, um, I know there's a little segment that got announced with, with, with New Day and Ed- Edge. I Christian. was just about to say. Okay, uh, all right. Day defending the tag team titles against Edge and Christian in a talking <laughs> segment. <laughs> there have been some rumors mm-hmm. That some certified G's might show up during this fucking segment. Which, in that case, will make me feel very fortunate since I am going to an NXT house show tonight. And and that might be their last hurrah in NXT. Could Then what do you do with the titles, the tag titles at Mania? Because can Enzo and Cass be put in that match six weeks later? Uh, but what do you what do you do with it right now? Yeah, I mean they kind of have to be. It, yeah, I mean, what else? What there's no there really isn't anybody else. No, I mean there there are the, the Usos are available. <laughs> are they and, ever? And yeah. you got you got heel Dudleys. I mean, yeah. you, you could put a okay, four way, but lost. Dudleys been done. Yes. Yeah. Usos been done to fucking death. Yep. Uh, what else? That's really all there is. What else do they got? 
what I would like to see would be a um a title for title challenge. I'd like to see more in the future coming up title versus title challenges between the main roster guys and the NXT guys. Mm-hmm. I would like to see perhaps a tag team, the NXT tag team champion, American Alpha, put on a badass match with the New Day at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At one of these, um, at one of these one-off shows, uh, the network shows. Finn Balor against uh, a heel champion. Finn Balor against you know, uh, you know Seth Rollins when he was champion. Yeah. Um, things like be. I think that stuff like that would be awesome. They could be, especially just because I mean they're basically in your houses anyway. So but, that, but this shows how fucked. Um. <laughs> by the way, did you like that the other night on uh, Raw? He said, uh, "This is what you're not in my house. This is a '97." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was enjoyable. Um. It just shows how marred, how fucked the tag division has become when it was at one point pretty pretty damn deep. And now yeah. we're sitting here discussing, well, they could have an NXT tag team champions go against yeah. them. And, uh, it, yeah, it, it, It's a bad sign when Jack Swagger and Mark Henry being thrown together was kind of like where you have to even consider that they might be something. <laughs> That's their big... That was the one of the few potential you know what's gonna ideas. Happen. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, I do. New Day is going to be in there with Edge and Christian, and we're going to be on the edge of our seats waiting for Enzo and Cass, and then the Usos are going to come out, and then you will hear the audible sound representation of the emotion of disappointment. Yeah. Like we have been for months now. So, yeah. probably what's going to happen. <laughs> Shocky, you brought this up in the first place. What do you want to say about it? No, I just... Uh... Is that what we're going to get? You know, that's kind of what... Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enzo and Cass, you know that that's that's pretty damn good rumor going out there. So yeah, just wanted to make sure we touched on it. You know as that that I wasn't sure. Well, we do have another match before the main event. I think we've all glossed over that one too. I wonder why. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> the tag match. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's all I feel about that. Which the one thing I will say is. God damn it, Ryback. God damn it. it w- he was awesome for like a week. Mm-hmm. Got the new trunks. He looks badass. He's ready to fucking start killing people. And now he's on a fucking jobber team getting crushed yeah. by the white man. Yep. Um, it does say a lot that which continuing with this theme of February pay-per-views suck. Uh, do you remember last year? There was a six-man tag with Seth Rollins teaming up against Big Show, teaming up with Big Show and Kane against Eric Rowan, Dolph Ziggler, and Ryback. Yeah. So not only ha- sure. so we somehow have four of the same people in a six-man tag that Got might be you. yeah that might still be even more even even more meaningless. Too bad they decided to make a joke out of the Ascension. Yeah. yeah. Because then the Wyatt family could have been the Wyatts against Ascension, Balor, and yeah. somebody cool. I don't know, somebody else. That's 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 my issue with jobbing people straight. Like, those guys could... I mean, look right now. There is no one in the tag division. Maybe, I mean, as a one-off challenger, if Brie Bella can get a shot, why can't Ascension? I wouldn't be surprised to see that. that that's who's going to come out during the Edge <laughs> Christian segment. <laughs> The Bellas. Bella? Yep, the Bellas. They're going to challenge for the tag titles. Free <laughs> Bella and Nikki Bella in a neck brace. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> and still posing. Still going to win the belt. Yeah. Um, but, but, but we're, uh, I mean, we're shitting on the six mans. But remember, we're two years removed from Shield versus Wyatt family having yeah, a potential yeah, match yeah. of the year. Yeah, but they've replaced Bray with Strowman. No, six, yeah. six mans are fine. It's just, you know, throw away shit like this. Yeah. yeah. Though, though, hopefully. Hopefully, this does seem to to imply that they are moving away from the Wyatt versus Brock match. At least, yeah. well, not necessarily. Uh, yeah, not necessarily I, because I, that was I, that's what I took as the whole point of this in the first place was we're killing all the monsters off and there's only one big one still left walking man, around I, out man, there. I had some hope they might go anywhere else. I, so I there's just, one logical match that has organically grown. There's literally week. only one. and <laughs> It's probably not going to happen. No. Which would be 
um, what could come out of our triple threat match main event. Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. Which to me, I don't really, personally, I don't really get because I was just the way I get what they're trying to do. But like, if it's one of those things where if like you sit back and look at it logically, you're like, I don't, why is this good? Like, Dean Ambrose is getting destroyed, like doesn't get any offense. And then he's getting up and being like, come back, Brock Lesnar. I'm like, what? Are you... But you're not beating him. You're not winning. You're just getting your ass kicked. So well, what it, is it, the point of that? Like, but it worked, it worked for Jeff Hardy against Undertaker. Back come in F5 me again. Like, I don't. At least Jeff Hardy was like putting up a fight, though. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like I said, I get the concept. You get the concept. But the execution of it was like really stupid, like didn't make any sense at all. Um yes. But I am in agreement. I think that they could have a pretty awesome match. Ambrose is super over. He yeah. is he is he the most over babyface on the main roster? Yes. Yes. One of the only babyface on the main yeah. roster. Yeah, well, I mean, besides Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Ambrose is the most over babyface on the roster. Fuck mm-hmm. it. You put slap no DQ. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Let Just them let kill each other. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just, what else, what else does Ambrose, does Ambrose have to do aside from just like going back after a six the, man, close six to man, class, yeah, class, yeah, that's, that's where yeah. I was going with my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's about the only other option, which would be kind of silly given that he's like, we just covered the most over baby face on the roster right now. And I think we can cover pretty clearly. He's not winning on Sunday. Absolutely not. Unless they go. How funny would it be if he did? did, (laughs) Well, unless they just go with a big shock. Yeah, because you know how Mania is going to end. It's going to end with Reigns getting booed out of the arena. Yeah. Ambrose is going to give people the the happy ending, but they won't go Reigns Lesnar too, and then put the the stories are the story is logically Reigns versus Triple H. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where it's been going for the last year, year and a half. I mean, it's you you. It would be silly of them to change it now, even though we know how the the story ends. But anyway, yeah, I would love to see Ambrose beating Triple H at Mania 32 because that's going to be the big pop of the night. And Rain, like I said, Reigns is going to get booed out of the arena. But what are what are you going to do at this point? Mania has become this now. Yeah, uh, I don't. I it, it like you said, the logical story is Reigns winning in the end, but. Oh man! To be fair, though, Reigns winning in the end was the logical ending last year. I'm gonna try it again. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think we can safely say Triple H isn't even gonna defend the belt until Mania. Correct. Yeah, no, no, probably absolutely. a safe assumption. So I don't think you're gonna be able to switch the title around before then, and it wouldn't really make a ton of sense to do so. Um, I mean, it, I think we can pretty fairly assume that Triple H is or that uh, that Reigns is winning on Sunday, and he'll probably pin Dean to do it. Yes, that's the only um, reason Ambrose is in the match. Yeah, Lesnar will be fine. It, unfortunately, the Wyatt, which will is probably... just going to keep helping Reigns. God, that's yeah. <laughs> what more could you do to get a guy over as a babyface other than have him betray his best friend, who is the most over over babyface on the roster? Yeah, it's a great fucking idea to me. Yeah, uh, I mean, and I'm assuming that. Brock will have it won, and the Wyatts will interfere like they did with Cena two years ago at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the logical way to go with it because, for some reason, we want Bray versus Brock. Eh, I think it'll be a decent, it'll be a fun match, but it's just I, I get that it'll be. A fun I don't match. know if it's the best use of the ingredients they have available to them. I now. just want, I just want Bray to win something. Just yeah, that's something. True. That's what that that's my that's my main issue with with Brock versus the Wyatts. I just want Bray to win something. Yeah, I mean, Ambrose versus Brock is the better match. What do you do with Bray, though? Because you've already got the, you know, you've got the story, the foundation laid for Bray versus Brock. Yeah. You know, what, what, where do you put Bray after that? And where... You know what would probably be a damn good match? Kalisto against Bray Wyatt for the U.S. title. Ooh. It'd be nice. I mean, fuck it. I mean, if you need a place to put Bray after the Del Rio feud, you're going to need a place to put Kalisto. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're 
styles would match awesome because, you know, Kalista can bump around like a motherfucker and then Bray can use his power game. Um, and he can show Bray, uh, he can show Kalisto how to really wear a mask. And, and exactly. They've done, they've done the, the weird mask. guy versus Max Luchador story to s- solid success before when, um, Straight Edge Society CM Punk went against Rey Mysterio, and when Grotesque Cody Rhodes went against Rey Mysterio, um, those were Rey Mysterio. those were good stories that got told. Um, so, and you know the Wyatt, he has followers who wear masks. So, yeah. it would be nice. I, I, I like I said because I think we're all looking forward more to Ambrose versus Lesnar. Yeah, I mean you go uh, Ambrose Lesnar, Owen Styles, Bray Wyatt Kalisto. Um, New Day against maybe Enzo and Cass. Pro- that'll probably be a multi-team clusterfuck. Yeah, which uh, those those have been fun at least the last two years. Which when they should do be those. fun. Um, Reigns against Triple H, and Sting then Taker take her against Sting or Taker against Angle. That's not a bad. Call. Pretty fucking good WrestleMania, I think. Um, so we'll see. I think that would be the best use of the stuff that they have available to them, but we will see. My, my my guys, I thank you. KB, you got anything new coming out? Uh, not until next month. Uh, I am still pounding away at this history of the Intercontinental title thing, but extensive. Yeah, very. Um, Chucky, thanks for joining us, my man. Um, I'm sure we'll be discussing all of the ongoings in depth on Sunday. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yep, yep. Sure. All right, guys, everybody. Uh. Enjoy Fastlane this weekend. Myself and KB will be back next week for a review episode. Um, uh, Hopefully we'll be more happy than shed. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back soon.